0: Hello and welcome to Honor Yoga's triple cast podcast. I am Julie Melk and I am Honor Yoga's director of programming here today with teacher extraordinaire Charu Varma. Charu has been here with Honor Yoga from the very beginning. She teaches in many expressions with Honor Yoga. You can find her on the live stream schedule that services all of the Honor Yoga's uh, schedules, all of the studios. You can find her in person at Honor Yoga Hamilton. You could find her on your own time at Honor Yoga Video On Demand. And she has workshops, live stream workshops coming up. So we're gonna cover all of that again at at the end, but welcome Charu. I'm so excited to talk with you today and dive into your experience as a teacher, but also as a human and your evolution with being with honor from the very beginning. So tell us a little bit about your background of teaching and um, how you got started.
1: Sure. I started doing yoga just on a lark way back when I was in my teens. My mom led me to a yoga class and that's how I first time got introduced to yoga. But like any other teenager, I did not take it seriously. I wasn't sure what this thing is. And obviously, I just let it slide. Never really went back to it for a while at least. But then I came to the US and I think it was much later after I became a mom of two and I had a full-time job that I was like... I am really stressed out, let me go try yoga because it is well known to help with that. So I took my first yoga class way back in 2007 in the US. And after that first class, I was hooked. I was crazy hooked because of how it felt. Walking out of the class, all of that stress I had been carrying for months just disappeared. And that very day, this thought occurred to me that I want to be a yoga teacher. And I don't know why I thought that, that even before I am a full yoga student, I want to be a yoga teacher. I think what I was thinking was that that would help me understand this more from the inside. What is this beautiful, life-changing thing called yoga? So um, I kept practicing yoga. I uh, lived in Chicago. I got really serious with the Ayangar style of yoga, which has a lot to do with props that help you in poses. And all of that felt incredibly good. And before I knew it, I was getting leaner, toner. Those were the parts I hadn't even focused on, the physical aspects of it. And I was like, this is truly a complete practice for mind and body. It was in 2012 that I got my certification. And right after I saw that this studio was opening literally in my hometown called Honor Yoga. I was like, I have not had a studio around me for years and now Honor Yoga, what is this? So I I was very curious and I think I I picked up the phone. I right away left a voice message. I think it was at night. I was like, whoever checks the message will know that there is somebody here very keen to be a member. And I, I don't recall who called me back but i got a call i became a member first at that hamilton location in new jersey and then uh, from there on they brought me on as a substitute teacher and finally a full-fledged teacher at their mansfield location so i was Subbing at the Hamilton location, I was teaching at Mansfield, and then I also went on to become a full-time teacher at the new Honor Yoga Hamilton. It's been a magical journey of just adding one thing on top of the other, classes, workshop, teacher training series. Oh God, I've seen so much of it. I've even managed one of the studios for a brief period of time. So this is where I belong. I love Honor Yoga.
0: Wow. I have so many questions from all of that. I think my first question is you've been practicing for so long and how has your practice changed? If at all, I imagine it has because you've changed um, and your inner landscape has changed and your knowledge has changed. So give us some insight to that, how things don't maybe stay static and what's that, what's that been like for you?
1: This is such a wonderful question and I have thought often about this because when I started with yoga, I was doing classes like heated power vinyasas and I was also teaching those classes and I was loving how it was making me feel in my body. But then things continued to change in my personal life, in my health, I was getting healthier, but... There were parts of my personal life that were negatively influencing my mental health, which was affecting my practice. So I started to find more solace in the gentler classes, yin, restorative, which then piqued my interest to get certifications in those and bring that same modality to our students. And there have been like many teachers that have played such a wonderful role in, you know, introducing me to this and holding my hand as I went on to add certifications upon certifications. But yes, I think I now lean more towards the slower aspects of yoga, not so much the workout base, but that is just me. And having experienced both sides, I can really connect when people are wanting to push harder and go faster in yoga, and when they're not wanting to do any of that and be more gentle with themselves. So there's really a little of everything for everyone in here. Lovely. I love hearing
0: that. And I can really relate to slowing down and my practice changing dramatically. I think you and I both share a love for restorative yoga. And that that seems to fill me up quite a bit these days. I know that you are superb with working with beginner students. That's really a big forte of yours. For anyone listening to this, that might be starting out, right. they may be just in their first few months or has a friend or a family member they think might benefit from yoga, which mm-hmm. is all of us. Yes. <laughs> and, or, you know, or maybe there's someone's listening that is just, you know, they've never actually tried. You're right. Here's something that you would Recommend or tell that beginner student, or um, what's maybe something you would demystify for mm-hmm. that beginner person that might be feeling a bit fearful
1: mm-hmm. right,
0: to really yes. commit? Or, yeah,
1: I think the beginner has a huge advantage they are going to be actually looking at yoga the way it was meant to be looked at, which is start to feel it first. Don't get caught up in what the poses look like, what you're seeing in the media. See what this does for you, which many of us fortunately or unfortunately sometimes miss when we have become a little bit more practiced is that this was never meant to be something that is set in stone. So it is such a personal practice. It is so customizable and so much it's so much for the individual that a beginner must not fear it at all. They must dive in. They must explore what it is meant to offer to them. So yeah, it is for them.
0: Yeah. I love hearing you say that. Just feel it, right. Mm-hmm. Just feel the change in your body. Just like that first class that you left. Yes. It and was I so- always
1: tell them, you don't have to wait months or weeks or even days, that first class, you will start to feel the impact, like you'll be lighter, you'll be feeling more flexible. Every single person who's ever taken their very first class with me always says that they feel it at the end of class. So it's not like it's going to take forever for you to decide whether it's for you or not. Such an
0: excellent point, Charu. I can't <laughs> believe I have never told anyone that, but yes, that is such yeah. a great point. It's like, it just takes one class, right? One really? class.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And we give them one class out so generously for free because we know. Yeah, that's so true. (laughs)
0: What what did Honor Yoga look like back in its early days of, you know, original Honor Yoga Studio and maybe then bring us all the way to now and and. you know, your mix within that. I know a lot's happened in the past year and a half, but yeah, what was Honor Yoga originally? Mansfield, you said, right?
1: Uh, it was the Hamilton location. The old Hamilton location was okay. where Buckley Plaza, I know, on Route 130, New Jersey. Okay. If, the moment you entered, you knew this was a space dedicated for yoga. You could immediately feel like the world started to, like, dissipate and you are calm and it had those eco-friendly touches to it, the curtains, the floors, the, the little towels in the bathrooms and all of that. So. From the very beginning, it has held on to that mission of being eco-friendly, being beginner friendly. So I have seen the changes as in the studios have gotten to be bigger, more luxurious, even while being eco-friendly, which is a surprise how they managed to balance both things. And um, it has really made yoga accessible by popping up in so many of the major towns here in New Jersey and in other places in the U.S. And for that, I have... To completely credit Honor Yoga for making it accessible. Like it's so easy for me to say to people now just look up one around you because in New Jersey we have so many you're bound to find one that isn't too far. Um, I wish there were more but yeah I uh, so that's been the change from that one little studio to becoming studios with maybe two, um, two rooms inside or even three and just thinking more from the practitioner's point of view. They have nice waiting areas, which was always the case even then, but there's more dedicated space within the studio now for different things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a great point. And would you say that um, Honor Yoga really stood out in comparison to other places that you had been? Because you, it sounds like you've gone to quite a few yoga studios. In I your feel time. in this
1: area, it's the pioneer. By this area, I mean, Central Jersey, where I live, because yeah. at that point, um, there wasn't any, there was like maybe one studio. I wouldn't say it is better or not, because Even the time when we had those studios that were like tiny places somewhere, they still offered this beautiful practice of yoga, but uh, honor yoga just made it accessible. That's the number one thing I feel it has done that for people to want to experience a studio, they can come here, they can be embraced and they can be held till they feel confident. Otherwise, it was just the gyms and those places that didn't feel like they're really quite got it there were disturbances it was you know the handling was different
0: yeah that makes yeah. a lot of sense certainly
1: mm-hmm.
0: yes I, i'm glad you felt that impression inside of you and it's true that the studios have probably gotten a lot bigger and now you're teaching on live stream how do you feel about that transition i know you've been doing it for a while now but what do you feel in relationship to teaching in the studio which i know you still do but Right. That's, a, that's a huge, you know, medium for people now.
1: Right. It is. When I first thought of it, I thought like everybody else that this is just a stopgap. We're going to get over this. So this isn't how it's supposed to be. Yoga is a one-on-one practice. But I have been pleasantly surprised and how my teaching has changed and my connection to my students. And for those who are on the other side of the camera, how they have felt themselves being more committed and also Keeping up with the community feel of it, which is really that if you not make it to the studio, you have now another avenue to still continue to practice yoga. I love when people come into class by come, I mean, when they log on to Zoom and they see other people and they say hi to so-and-so and they're still feeling like together, they are practicing, they're not alone in their houses. So that's a good thing. That is the upside of it.
0: Yeah, I agree. The community feel of live stream. It's different than a pre-recorded class, right? It really does right. feel like you're yeah. in the class in your yeah. in your own space.
1: Yeah, to see people's dogs on the videos walk by with the cats <laughs> with the tail held high. It it's just nice, interesting and we needed it during our quarantine time to have that sense and feel.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Uh, So you've made tremendous impressions on a tremendous amount of people who's made who's made wonderful impressions in you what people or you know lessons do you carry inside of you into your teachings or into your practice.
1: Yeah. Um, so in Chicago, when I, I lived in Chicago for two years, it was really dark, dreary, cold over there. So I just started going more regularly to yoga. And one of the things that struck me was that my yoga teacher must have been in her 60s. And she was the spry old lady that was like bouncing around the room. And she was really doing the yoga that youngsters do. And I was like, how does she do it? And then she still had the patience to talk about those alignment cues that we oftentimes don't think about. So I became... I heavily focused on those alignment cues, which I still bring into my class. I, I don't assume that if I'm showing the pose that is understood by the student, I do like to talk more about, you know, which parts of our body are being engaged, what's happening, and ultimately it's a feeling thing, but as far as that focus is concerned, it has really influenced me. And also the fact that, you know, yoga can give you that positive, optimistic frame of mind going into your senior years, and it can keep you healthy at all levels.
0: Right. I love it. This is kind of going back to your practice. Have there ever been times where you just felt like, I don't want to get on my mat or I, you know, just maybe disenchanted is the
1: word um, Mm -hmm. from, from the practice. I would not say disenchanted because this is like a prayer. You don't lose sight of God. You don't lose sight of your prayers if you believe in that, but sometimes life overwhelms sometimes the teaching part when I was teaching a lot of classes felt like burned out. I was like, I can't go and talk again. I even lost my voice one time in the middle of class. I was like, nothing's coming out. I've taught way too many classes. So, but then wow. I learned how to take care of that. Like every, uh, every occupation has some, something that it does to your body, which may be detrimental to you. So you just learn to work around it. So I have felt burnout at one point and What I did is I kept with it to see if I would want to like completely stop doing or teaching or would this go away? And pleasantly, to my surprise, it went away. As circumstances around me changed, I, I just feel too deeply about it to say that I would be disenchanted with it. That has never happened. Right. Yeah. What would you advise to a new teacher out there? So as a new teacher coming out of training, we have all these ideas about how to be right by our students by giving them all the information that we have. I would say pace yourself since this is, again, going back to that word which I use, feeling. Feel for your students, see what they're doing, see what you can offer them within the realms of what they can do and try not to throw too much at them and be yourself. That is the ultimate goal
0: yeah the ultimate goal right yeah so uh, one other question too for teachers do you feel that yoga teachers have responsibility i mean i know the answer to this your answer to this question (laughs) i'm pretty sure i do have a responsibility beyond teaching the class what do you feel is kind of part of the job the profession
1: This is very interesting. And the way I would answer that is that if we have to teach them responsibility or tell them what that is, then they haven't really flowered open to the real practice. When you are a practitioner of yoga, those things start to shift automatically. You yourself start to define your role and your responsibility. And that is why it is so great.
0: That's an incredible answer. The best answer I've heard. I love that. Charu, thank you. So what do you have coming up? Where can we
1: find you? How can people practice with you? Well, I just uh, added a restorative in-studio class coming back into Hamilton. So I was very, very surprised people from my class before the pandemic hit, wanted to come back. So that's new. So I have those classes, workshops are coming up. I think I have to be in touch with our workshop manager to put some on the schedule. I'm just trying to feel the pulse of my students if they would be eager to come into the studio because my workshops were all in-studio experiences with so many elements to that. So I would like at some point for people to trust the process to come back. If they want to keep their masks on, I'm happy to support them in that. We could have an all-mask workshop but yeah workshops beyond the class was the thing I used to do and would hugely invest in so they should probably see that coming again
0: yeah awesome and you have a live
1: stream workshop coming up too yes it is called the still waters workshop yes it's coming up I think in October or November I forget the date but it's there on the schedule
0: Yeah, you can find it on any Honor Yoga schedule because it's live stream. So everyone can join me. I think we're
1: trying to keep it both those who would like to join live stream as well as those in studio. Yeah, and you teach on Mondays
0: on the live stream schedule. And um, tell us a little bit about that class.
1: So this is a new one. It's it's so funny. This is, it's called, this is yoga. (laughs) It used to be a series, but now it's a class which gives me a little bit more creative freedom to, you know, bring into into the class whatever I would like a person who needs to know more about yoga should know. So it's like the breaking down of the whole body of yoga, the technique, the breathing, the meditation for people who may have questions about what this yoga is and have only seen tidbits of it through media or heard it from people, but this is where they can find some real truthful answers
0: awesome (laughs) this is yoga what time is it on monday 6
1: 30 to 7 30 p.m yes okay 6 30 to 7 yeah eastern
0: time wonderful this has been such an enlightening conversation for me charu i've i've learned a lot from you it's always a pleasure and i hope we get to do this again sometime and not not too far future about different topics of course Mm -hmm. But it's been a great way for me to end the day. And I thank you so much for your time.
1: Thank you so much.
0: Namaste. Namaste.